This is a Shug the Dog production. Before we had political correctness, we had shipbuilding and shipyard shenanigans. Episode 12. The Hearing Test. All across the country, industrial deafness claims are being paid out, and the Duke and Fanny Boz are leaving nothing to chance. Within the hearing test surgery waiting room, the receptionist is sitting typing at her desk, while seated on chairs is Fanny Boz McGraw, Tiny McLean and Frosty Cohen, all reading magazines as Duke enters. Good morning and welcome to the West Park Hearing Clinic. Eh? You'll be from the shipyard, here for your hearing assessment. Eh? And you're Mr... Is the doctor in? Yes, Dr Brown is in. He's presently seeing a patient. Eh? Oh, could I have your name, please? Eh, what are you saying? Missus, I'm a bit on the corned beef side. That's why I'm here for my deafness claim. Can I have your name? If you could just point to your name on the sheet. That's me there, hen. Although they call me the Duke and the count of being shipyard royalty. The Duke, is it? Well, just take a seat and Doctor will be with you. Eh? Take a seat, Mr Duke. I can't hear you, Mrs. I'm just going to take a seat here beside my old pal Fanny Boz. All right, Fanny Boz, how you doing? Eh? What do you say, speak up? I'm a bit going beef today. What's up? I'm a bit going beef today on account of the hearing test. There's big money to be made. Eh? What's that? I can't hear you. My ears are plugged up. I can't hear you. My ears are blocked. Shh! Keep the noise down. This is a surgery. What? what? Shh! This is a surgery. Oh, I study in. <coughs> I see we have the usual miserable tight-ass suspects turning up. I can't hear you, only account of my ears being blocked, Duke. All right, Tiny. Frosty. What's that you said? Eh? I knew this old blackboard would come in handy. Here, read this. Did you say something? Oh, aye. I was saying, how's it going to Tiny and Frosty over there? Gentlemen. Eh? So you know these other gentlemen? Oh, aye. We all work in the yard. Yes, I'm aware you're all from the yard. This here is my good friend and fellow tank cleaner, Mr Fanny Boz McGraw. I see. And that over there, taking up three seats, is Tiny McLean. He's the second fattest man in the yard, after Big Grizzly. But Tiny has the largest arse. What's that? I'm saying you've the biggest arse in the yard. Hey, biggest cars. Biggest arse. I can't hear you. Can you not see I'm deaf? Shh! Keep the noise down. Hey. hey. Does she say sandwich? Hey. What? Can you keep the noise down? I'm conducting hearing tests. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr Brown. I've told them to keep quiet. And where do you think you're going? Hey, Sit Back down. I'm only complaining about the noise out here. I'll call you when it's your turn. Hey! Sit! And here's me thinking this worker's hearing test would be a breeze. You haven't found anyone who isn't deaf, then? Not a single one. Well, I better go on with it. Was that the dot, Ken? 
Yes, that was Dr Brown. Eh? He's gone to town. I'm waiting here for my hearing test. What's that say? Yes, that's Dr Brown. Is he a real doctor? Yes, he's an audiologist. Eh? He's an audiologist? You mean like Houdini? Who? What? It says audiologist. Houdini was an escapeologist. Dr. Brown is a naudiologist. It says audiologist. What? Here, missus. Am I next? Yes, you're next, Mr. Cohen. What's that? Yes, you're in to see the doctor next. A vest? Why would I need to be wearing a vest for a hearing test? Next? You're in next. What? What? Frosty's all been corned beef in. Try writing to him on your blackboard. Eh? Did you? Here you are, Mr. Cohen. You're next. Should he not be a logologist? Being a doctor that works with your lumps? What's that, Mr. McGraw? What? For the last time, Dr. Brown is an audiologist, not an escapeologist, a luchaologist, or a gynecologist. Is that clear? Yes, quite loud, Anne. Clear enough. Mr. Cohen, would you come this way, please? Am I next? Yes, Mr. Cohen. I'm pointing to you and waving you into the surgery. That's right. <laughs> Take your time. Get all day to wait. Right, Mr. Neary, please sign here and here. Rough tuckle. You don't have a pen? Rough tuckle, slum trunk. I haven't a clue as to what you're saying, but you may borrow my pen. That's right. Eh? Here and here, where I've marked with an X. Slumpy little chump. That was quite an eerie. It's not the first time that man's been thrown out in his ass. Whatever was he saying? Eh? Oh, never mind. (coughs) I think you've put on weight, Tiny. You look like a bus couch sitting there. Hey, we need an yard way in between you and Big Grizzly. I think you could take him this time. Hey, what? I told you I can't hear. I'm saying you're a fat bass. Language! See him that get called in? They call him Frosty Cone. That man's as tight as a badger's snaffle. A what? He's tighter than stitched home my swing, that paisley gadget. Stitched home whom? Hey. Oh, never mind. What's that? You've got some tea. What? There in your hand. Is that a sandwich? Hey! This is my piece the missus made up for me. This is a doctor's surgery. You can't spit on the floor. What? Hey! It's the missus. Wish you fuss out with me. She puts notes in my pieces instead of cheese. I can see that, but it's the spitting on the floor I'm concerned with. She doesn't understand what a working man needs a wee drink now and again. I think by her actions she understands quite well, but just doesn't agree with them. You look like an understanding woman. Are you looking for a man? Pick that up. That's right, and if I see you doing that again, you're out of this surgery. Eh? Her face looks like fizz. What did you say to her? Eh? Are you going to eat that? I'll have that if you're not eating it. You want this? 
It's just some bread and Mars with a note in between. The sandwich, are you going to eat it? I can't hear you. He's asking you if you can have the sandwich. What, you used to be a Lantwick? My grander used to be a Lantwick. He had the Duke Street run. Oh, so my dad told me. Look, read this. Your pal wants, wants to know, to know if you have your sandwich. You want this? It's only bread with paper inside. The money she takes out of my pocket every week and all she can put on my pieces is a butter cheese or fish paste. You know, a slice of corned beef with tomato sauce now and again wouldn't go amiss. That was tasty. Eh? I hadn't eaten since that bag of chips I found in the street last night. It's a fight off a big scale I seagull for them. What? What are you staring at, Tiny? I've eaten it. It's yum yum in my tum tum. Tiny can't see shape, he wants a bit. I can't hear you, you wee numpty. There's no use you mumbling, Tiny. I can't hear you. Hey, hen. That one palado there used to work in the boat's tank cleaning. Only get, kept getting stuck because he's too fat. He now operates the tatty peeling and chip slicing machine in the canteen. Are you talking about me? I'll tell you something else then. He can't get underwear to fit him. That's right, he's taking up three of your seats with a big bare ass under the trousers of his. <laughs> you better not be laughing at me or I'll come over there and punch your head in. Keep it quiet out there. Enough! No more of this. Right, read this. Not another sound or you're out of here. But, no buts, any more noise and there's no hearing test and no deafness money. Did you read that, Fanny Boys? What? I said, did you read that, what she wrote? That's who she's talking about. This has been a Shug the Dug production. (laughs) The circumstances are real, only the names have changed. This episode was written and directed by James T. Tiffany. It was produced by Shug the Dog Productions and was recorded at Headhunter Studio, Glasgow. It was edited by Samson Video Productions. The music was obtained from royalty-free sources. The role of Duke was performed by Brian Brady. Fanny Boz McGraw by William Spears. The receptionist by Diane Brooks. Dr Brown by Tony McDonald. Tiny McLean by Colin McGregor. Frosty Cohen by William Samson. Clatty Neary by Bev Sweeney. The narrator was... William Sampson.